so when I came back after construction, we came back under um, like a broker model. Okay. And so we did that for a couple years, and it was just so hard to grow there. Okay. Um, I I did well. I, I had you know really good success. I mean, I, the year I stopped as a broker, I think I finished at like two hundred and forty-eight thousand AP on my own pen. Okay. But wow, you couldn't grow. And right. There's it's just too hard to grow out there. It's because you know you have all the different um, carriers that you ha- got to underwrite for. Um, so you have to teach new agents, you know, everybody's underwriting. Yeah. It's, it's a lot for them um, on top of- be a little intimidating, you it think? Is. It's very intimidating. Uh, and it's, then you have your lead at, leads aspect of it. Uh, we're always dealing with different vendors and we're responsible for our own leads and trying to figure out, you know, how to get those leads. Then the leads, you know, the, your vendor has a problem, they change their, the way they do things and then your leads dry up and then so you're, kind of stuck it's just there's a whole lot of problems out there um, in the broker space to try and grow and so we started searching around for you know different opportunities that's going to help us scale and get to where we want to be and so senior life kind of just hit all those boxes for us and so we decided to Welcome, Senior Life family, to the All Fired Up podcast. I'm your host, Will Voorhees, and today I'm joined by Travis of the Trady Group. Travis, how are we doing today, man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? I'm pretty good. good. For anybody that hasn't seen you yet on social media or you know, any other aspects, just kind of tell me a little bit about yourself and how you got into the industry. Um, so I got into the industry actually pretty young at an early age. Uh, I think I was 21 when I first started. Okay. Um, and I did that for probably about eight months, nine months. But I was a young guy, and uh, I had a little success early. Okay. So I made some money, but I also made some young guy mistakes. Totally understand. You know, took some, started taking time off. I was golfing uh-huh. and uh, not really hitting it hard like I should have. Um, so, you know, then you just kind of go through some of the struggles. You have some down weeks, a down month, and I didn't, you know, I didn't run my business correctly, so I didn't have anything to fall back on to help get me through so I could keep going. And uh, so I just kind of walked myself right out of the right out of the business here okay but then I spent the next shoot nine years uh, doing construction okay and uh, we traveled a lot with that job Uh, we're in and out of hotels uh, living in hotels working 50 60 70 hours a week right Uh, the whole time I was thinking every day about you know where I started um, under my uncle and I watched him just grow every day week after week year after year and I was sitting living in hotels away from family breaking bag yep and so it just ate at me for for nine years and then finally three years ago I decided you know I just got to get back into it and and really give it my all I know if I could come out here and work the way I had been working for someone else and work for myself that I know that I could make insurance work you know just too many people I was surrounded by were you know They're having right. great success right in, and so i just watched them and i know what i am capable of and so i just had to get back into it here and so we did and uh i've hit the ground running and, and haven't looked back awesome man so i kind of want to unpack something on the, be- the beginning of that story uh-huh. um you said you were 21 when you came into the industry i know a lot of people don't grow up wanting to be insurance salesmen right so what attracted you to the opportunity or uh, the position i guess you know so, coming out of high school, uh, I'd always thought about uh, like landscaping and, and owning a landscaping company. I went to school for landscape design. Uh, okay. I never, I never finished, and so then I was just kind of in and out of different jobs, landscaping or construction. 
Uh, but uh, it was just time for me to make something more of myself, do something you know better. It wasn't getting the job done. I couldn't see the end goal for my life. In that. I gotcha. And so I had, I had my uncle in the industry, and so I'd watched him, and he'd started having some, some success. And so he gave me an opportunity, and I figured I'd take it. Okay. So I, I kind of answered my second question, too, about what made you jump to construction, but you'd kind of already had some background in the landscape and construction yeah, yeah. side of things. Yeah, for sure. So my next question would be, how did you get introduced to senior life in particular? Well, so when I came back after construction, we came back under um, like a broker model. Okay. And so we did that for a couple of years, and it was just so hard to grow there. Okay. Um, I, I did well. I, I had you know, really good success. Uh, I mean, I, the year I stopped as a broker, I think I finished at like 248,000 AP on my own pen. Okay. But wow, you couldn't grow. And right. There's, it's just too hard to grow out there. It's because, you know, you have all the different um, carriers that you ha got to underwrite for. Um, so you have to teach new agents, you know, everybody's underwriting. Yeah. It's, it's a lot for them. Um, on top That'll of be a little intimidating. You it think? Is. It's very intimidating. Uh, and it's, then you have your lead at leads aspect of it. Uh, we're always dealing with different vendors and we're responsible for our own leads and trying to figure out, you know, how to get those leads. Then the leads, you know, the, your vendor has a problem. They change their, the way they do things and then your leads dry up. And then, so you're kind of stuck. It's just, there's a whole lot of problems out there um, in the broker space to try and grow. And so we started searching around for, you know, different opportunities to, that's going to help us scale and get to where we want to be. And so senior life kind of just hit all those boxes for us. And okay. so we decided to. So how was that initial transition coming from the, the broker model um, to, you know, the specific product? I know that probably a little it's different, at least. It is different. You know, I never really had a problem with it. Okay. Uh, I really liked just having the one carrier, actually. It, it just made it, it's just easier. Yeah. You know, we can write ultimate preferred down to GI. And so you know, we can help everybody. So I don't need all those carriers. Um, plus the product that we have with our insurance with legacy, you know, nobody else has that. So it's just, it was yeah. easy. You know, I have a product to sell, you know, I have something that I'm actually able to help them, you know, families with other than just insurance coverage. Right. And so, so it's the easier sell when you, you yes. believe in it too. Yeah. 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 So y'all's y'all's group and your culture, it's just, it's outstanding. I mean, kind of tell me about what it's like for a new agent coming into your group and you know what they can expect our culture is great we we focus heavily on that on our, our culture and our training uh, so as a new agent coming in they can kind of expect a couple things we like to get them uh, trained up we have some videos um, speaking on legacy some training videos for senior life and how all of that works um, and so we want them to spend the first week uh, kind of at home um, going through contracting and while they're going through contracting we want them learning you know the basics then we come in and uh, my partner Andy Caldwell has actually put on a nice uh, class we've been working on and, and kind of fine-tuning and so like I said the first week they'll do contracting and kind of study on their own then they come into a class on Friday and we kind of go over the ins and outs of senior life the agent portal uh, you know obviously the door knock the script what legacy does um, and how we use uh, legacy and senior life as a, a whole package okay. to, to you know solve problems it's what we do and so we get them a quick rundown on that on Fridays and then that very next week um, they actually new agents will hop in the car with 
um, a senior manager. And so okay. somebody who's very successful, been here and proven themselves, know what they're doing. And so that next week, they'll do a full week of, of ride along with the manager. Um, you know, we'll have, uh, we'll have the new agent take 20 leads. The manager will take 20 leads and we just go out and run, have a good time. We'll set all our appointments and then we'll run those appointments and they get to see, you know, exactly how we do. Okay. And the main thing that I really love and what we've really kind of got into is having them take that week ahead of time to kind of learn on their own and learn legacy and learn the script um, and learn what senior life does. It's a big thing for us because it changes your training so much. Um, a lot of times you'll have agents that don't know any of that. They come into training and they do ride-alongs and stuff. And that whole week, they're just kind of... Having to figure out everything. Yes, exactly. Okay. Their head's spinning. So they're in the house and they're, they're hearing you present and watching you do all this stuff. But it's so much information that their head's kind of spinning. They don't get to slow down and like pick it out. And analyze. Yeah. Right. And okay. so when you go into it that way without any kind of study before time beforehand um you're just basically all week learning trying to memorize what your upline is is saying to these people right whereas with us having them learn ahead of time go through that class now they come in they know the door knock they know the presentation they know what legacy does and so they already know all that so now they get to actually it slows down for them in their head in the room and so now they get to hear how we ask questions the way we ask them, why we ask those questions. And then we can kind of talk about that afterwards. And so it train changes the training to here's how I use our product as a whole. Here's how we use it to solve problems. Here's how you figure out how legacy is going to fix certain problems for them. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's, it's a whole different style. It's a whole different training when they've done, the new agent has done their part before, before it comes time to training. I think it's big with like just from a confidence and a, I mean, just a knowledge perspective of just having that confidence to come and sell. Yeah. Um, you actually know what you're talking about. You know? Yeah. I mean, if you come in fresh and you're just analyzing somebody else pitching it, it's a little bit harder to pick up on those things. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of interested to hear about the appointment setting part of that. What's y'all's like, is it, do you take a certain day out of the week to call these people and set appointments? Do you door not? How does that go? So, Initially, uh, with our new agents, we like to set the appointments by door knocking. Okay. Just easier. I think uh, it's you learn a lot face-to-face -face with people before you kind of get into the phones. We do want you to then kind of, you know, learn, and, and once you get comfortable with it, hop on the phone to set appointments. It's just going to make life easier for yeah. you. <laughs> uh, but initially, uh, we are really big on setting appointments on Monday. And okay. so we'll pull all of our leads. So say I take an agent out. I'm going to take 20 leads. The agent will take 20 leads. We'll mix them together <clears throat> and we go run those. And so Monday we will go hit all 40 doors. Just literally drive door to door. We route them out and we're going to hit all of them on Monday just to set appointments for Tuesday and Wednesday. Okay. Now what I like to do is I like to fill up my schedule on Tuesday first. And so I will set my appointments starting at 10 a.m. And I'll set an appointment um, every hour on the hour till six or seven okay. for Tuesday. And then I'll, then I'll move in to start filling up Wednesday um, okay. if I can. Obviously, there's going to be some people that things are going on. They can't right. do it Tuesday, so you go ahead and I'll let them have a Wednesday. But I don't schedule for Thursday, Friday. It's just too far away. You know what I mean? Okay. Yeah. So you want to fill up your first two days. So then Tuesday and Wednesday, you're not out door knocking and, and doing all that stuff. You know what you're doing. You're, you've filled up your schedule. It makes it a, a lot easier. So you just go run those appointments. Um, if you have somebody that uh, blows you off, somebody, you know, they forgot about you, you get a break, you have a gap in your schedule, then you 
take your leads um, and you go door knock again. So the people okay. you didn't get a hold of Monday, you go door knock again and fill up, you know, when the rest of Wednesday if you need to, and then you start filling up Thursday. And so you just kind of run that constant yeah, uh, that cycle like there and it just fills up your schedule and it just seems it makes it a whole lot easier. Yeah. I've done it both ways. You know, the first two years in this business for me, I never set appointments. Really? Never. Yep. I would actually, I was so against it. Um, if they told me they, I, you know, I couldn't go th through the door that day and they were like, Oh no, come back here tomorrow or come back Thursday. I would ask them so many questions just to try to annoy them enough that they will either give me all the answers I yeah. yep give me all the answers I want and and say yeah they're still going to be here or but really I'm trying to annoy them enough so that they will just say you know what I'm not I'm actually not even interested and I'm yeah. you know I think I'm just doing my job at that point like okay yep yeah kind of how it I guess you know appointments are always a bad thing you'll you don't yeah. you just wanted to get well, through the door seems like you're you know they're putting you off right in a sense and you know in a younger mind I can I mean I totally understand that um and you know, trying to close them on the first point of contact. Right. Um, and I, I read a book by Frank Betcher, or Betcher, I, I can't remember how you say the last name, but basically he said he would basically get a majority of his deals with the second and third follow-ups. Uh -huh. um, so I, I think that's really cool. Um, and so that system and that cycle, I mean, I'm sure you've seen a lot of people grow. Yes. And um, kind of just tell me what it's like to see people take that first step and then how their life is changed after that. So you take that first step and you, and you trust that system and, and you have to be dedicated and disciplined to, to that system uh, or whatever system you're going to run in this world. Uh, if you're not dedicated, you know, motivation isn't going to get you there. You're not, you don't always feel motivated to go out to work. And so that's where you have your problems where you don't really stick to the system you like the system but this motivation is not there on thursday or friday then you just whatever excuse um, you take off of work so you have to be disciplined to just go to work say you know i'm a new agent my first six months of this i'm going to work this schedule every week no excuses it doesn't matter what pops up and if if you can come into this business as a new agent and be di you know disciplined enough and dedicated enough to you know have that plan six months i'm going to do this i'm going to do whatever it takes. I'm gonna put my all into it. Mm -hmm. uh, those are the people that find a lot of great success and get that jump start right out of the gate. And so it, it's, I love seeing that when people come in and do that and, yeah. and trust the process and they can see the success right out of the gate like that. It's, it's, a, it's an awesome thing. Awesome, man. And, um, talking about kind of motivation and discipline, what would, what keeps you disciplined or what, what I guess would be your why or what keeps you going? You know, what keeps me going would just be knowing where I came from, knowing that I had done this at a, at a young age, okay. failed out of it, and then I spent the next nine years living in a hotel and, and watching right. other people continue in this business and grow to where they are now, uh, and knowing that I, you know, that I can do that. I'm capable of pretty much anything I want to do in this world. Uh, I can do it, and I, I feel that about myself. And so I think that's what drives me. Just knowing those nine years, you know, I was like, I gotta, you know, do whatever it takes. I can't keep working this hard for to make someone else, you know, rich. Right. You know what I mean? I need to be out here working for myself and doing. That, yeah. That's what that's what keeps me going. Awesome, is just man. looking back on those nine years. Yeah. yeah.
And so, is there anybody you want to give a shout out to? Any thanks? Um, anything like that? Um, yeah, uh, for sure. So, you know, that who I'm speaking of is my uncle, and uh, it's it's kind of what has pushed me through this whole thing and this whole process. And uh, you know, I I told him last night. You know, he he's blazed a trail, and I'm just following it. And 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 I appreciate you know everything he's done. I you know also my my uh, manager and brother-in-law here, Andy Caldwell. You know appreciate him and everything he's done and uh yeah there's a, i mean there's a whole long list yeah. my wife you know uh, she's supported me when when i decided i was going to leave my construction job you know i was doing pretty well for myself yeah. um but i knew what that life looked like for us as a family me being gone you know i was going to be able to support her and and my family but i wasn't going to be able to be there yeah, for the all the games right the, all yeah that. all the important stuff i wouldn't be there and so uh her her allowing me to kind of to trust that I can do it and I saying, Hey, big. yeah, you know, I got you, go ahead and let's do this and we'll, we'll figure it out. And so, yeah. Awesome. So how can people get in touch with you? How, how can we find a trader group? So I'm kind of everywhere. Uh, so Instagram, uh, my handle is T M a four on Facebook. You can look me up the, the trading group, uh, YouTube. I just started a YouTube. And so, uh, YouTube is my name, Travis Amsball. Okay. Um, I think that's it. So, you know, email is amsbaugh.t at gmail.com. Okay. Awesome. And I just want to thank you for joining us, man. Um, I, I mean, I love seeing everything your group's doing. Um, I just want to thank everybody watching. Please make sure to like, comment, and subscribe, and join us next week for another All Fired Up. Fired. Fired. Oh.